Yep, that's we're all we're gonna be saying stuff tonight. Um, Take me down to the Paradise City. Yep, now it's gonna be. I guess that's the opening. Um, (laughs) Take me down to the Podcast City where the Ben is Holt and the guys are pretty. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Captain America fucking sucks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, this will be our first episode of MCU Month. Probably bringing in a lot of people who haven't listened before, and this is that that clip you got to put in there. Yeah, no, it's as good a way as any to start. As you guys know, I don't know how to start start the podcast yet, so. Either be um, just like insulting anyone who's listening, <laughs> or something along the lines of "Welcome to Late to the Movies." My name is Ben Holt, and this is a podcast where my friends and I get to fill in our movie blind spots. Every week, we'll pick a movie that either I or a guest hasn't seen before, and uh, really should have by now. This week, as already stated, we are kicking off our MCU Marvel Cinematic Universe Month. In honor of the 10th anniversary of the release of the first Avengers movie, and we're kicking it off in not the order it was released, but the mostly chronological order, because I guess the framing is present day, whatever. The first one that mostly takes place the longest to go, and that is Captain America, the first Avenger. With me today, from left to right across your podcast dial, we got Noah. Hi. Robbie. Yo. And Corey. Hey. Uh, Robbie's been on a bunch of these lately, but it's actually been a bit for you guys, so I'm, I'm glad we got the uh, the old team back together. The Spooky Crew. So Don't forget. We got crew. sick a couple times. The, uh, the Matrix Mates. I don't know if we ever came up with oh, a... Oh, I like that. Yeah, that was, those, were, those were our... Don't our, forget our the signature. cameo from Stanley. Before we talk about the MCU, before we dive into Captain America, um, what... Have you guys been watching lately? Anything good? Actually, you know, this is not normal for me. I don't watch a lot of movies. Um, recently, I've seen Everything Everywhere All at Once, which I loved. I thought it was incredible. Um, I watched Good Times. Or is it Good Time? Just Good Times. Singular good, good Time. Time. Yeah, there's, there was only there's one, time. one time. The, the movie, <laughs> it was a rough time. Um, no sequel. That would be Good Times. Yeah. <laughs> I, although I'm curious. Um and that was a great movie. And then we watched It Only Comes at Night, um, which is like a kung fu, Filipino kung fu movie. Um, probably the most gory movie I've ever seen in my life. Um, Dope. Did we, <laughs> did we, I feel like we watched a lot of movies recently. Oh, um, uh, uh, Player player Up? Level Up? Uh, there was a couple of uh, um, Ready Player Ryan, one? Uh, Ryan Reynolds movies. No, the new no, one. No, not a new that one. one. Oh, you watch a couple of Ryan Reynolds movies? Yeah, ben, ben a couple, a couple of the new ones. Did the you new watch Ryan Reynolds movie? It's like I probably like watched it. Project style. Adam. Project we Adam. We watched that too. That oh was yes, so good, right? we, we did watch that. I thought one. it was, oh, I like uh, that. I like less, that one. less new for uh, Free Guy. Free Guy, yeah. yeah. Free Guy was the other that, one. That was yeah. enjoyable. So, we, slightly less new Ryan Reynolds. We movie. had to like calm down from the stress that was Good Time. We were like, that was a lot to to experience. We need a playful movie. Yeah. Project Adam is in my top 10 favorite movies. Really? Yeah, I loved it. Damn. It's thought, got what, it like a good. 30 on Round Tomatoes? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Really? It's not, not loved by a lot of people. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't think it was, it wasn't like one of my favorites, but I didn't think it was a 30. It was enjoyable. Like, I thought it was like, I, I at think least it's like overstating it. It's probably like 50 movie. to yeah. 70. It was a very unique plot. Yeah, that, that's true. And good. I love Ryan. He's my man crush. He's a stud. He is. See those arms? He's got arms for sure. Yeah. Not when he was a kid. 
I didn't like the kid in that movie. I'm just saying that. Yeah. You also saw uh, everything everywhere all at once. I saw, saw all, all the, the things I saw. <laughs> and all the things Corey saw. Besides all the that. movies that Corey saw. And I, uh, um, after we watched Captain America, um, I also ended up watching Thor and uh, Iron Man. Nice. So yeah, give my thoughts on that later. I also but. watched a lot of anime. Oh, okay. Demon Slayer came out. Oh yeah. Nice. I feel like I have to get my hot take out there for the world, but uh, I've watched a bunch of things recently, but uh, I did follow up since the Blade Runner episode for our, our longtime listeners, and I watched Blade Runner 2049, 2049? Yeah, and uh, I liked it better than the first oh. one, so hate mail me. Noah manages that email. You can uh, <laughs> write them all you want. Somebody but, please uh, yeah. email me. <laughs> I thought it was better. I thought Someone it had a better plot. I thought it was more uh, continuous, and I just enjoyed it more. I, I actually, I didn't finish it because I just happened to watch it because my dad was watching it. I was enjoying it. Yeah, I, I the first Blade Runner was okay, but it was just kind of like a mess, I feel like. And the second one actually had a plot that I enjoyed, so... Yeah, so crazy I, I to me. I mean, I too. I love both of those movies. I was definitely on the higher side of praise for Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Not like I'm any part part oh. of, but but I still think that's a crazy take. Yeah, the internet hated twenty forty nine. Oh, but well, I'm about to have a hot take on this one. They're mostly they're mostly wrong, but because I think twenty forty nine is really good. However, the first Blade Runner is better. <laughs> I also watched Molly's Game and I really enjoyed that. I think those are the two notable ones. Yeah, that's that's oh, like yeah. the turn for Sorkin because that's when he starts directing. And uh, you know, watch that. Molly's you Game know. is really good. When did that come out? MG 2017. Oh, that's yeah. recent. Okay. Okay. Um, so I've seen this movie a bunch of times. Yeah, and Robbie's seen it a bunch of times. No, or I've really a couple only seen times. it like this. Might have only been my third, but I think it might be my second time. Cool. But definitely not more than three times. Corey, I guess you had seen it a little bit before. Like one and a third times. Okay, and then Noah's the one who is new for right. Yeah, I hope so because we have to stop otherwise. No, yeah, no, you're right. I've <laughs> okay. never seen it. Well, Rue never saw it. Cool. So. Oh, that's true. So with that in mind, Noah, do you want to give us a? Oh, I really don't want to do this. <laughs> you, know, you don't have to. Okay. It doesn't have to. If anyone else wants to do the one minute. All right. Give me a minute on the clock. We'll do this. I haven't done one of these in a while. There's a, there's a minute on the clock. All right. So you got like a scrawny, scrappy kid from Brooklyn. He's uh, like the epitome of America, maybe like the captain of America. But, you know, he doesn't like let people put him down. He fights with people, wants to join the military because he wants to fight in World War II. But not because he likes fighting, but because he feels like it's the right thing to do. So he gets denied a bunch of times. And then he finds like a doctor that's like, you're the man I've been looking for. That wasn't a German accent. It should have been a German accent. Anyways, he goes, he goes into the military, does his military training. Uh, beats out all these big beefy guys that are actually just kind of meatheads. And then um, he gets injected with super serious soldier. Blah. And he goes and he's running around. He's being Captain America, but they just want him to do song and dance shows. But that's not what he wants to do. But whatever, he's helping. But then his best friend's unit gets caught behind enemy lines. So he has to go and bust him out. And they're like, oh shit, you're actually like this big beefy super soldier we made. We should have you do real things. So he goes Ten and seconds. he's doing like real things. And then he beats Red Skull because they made super weapons and uh, he saves Nazis. the day. Then there's Nazis and, and he wins. But then he has to crash a plane and freeze and ice for 70 years. Boom. You got uh, you just went over a little bit, but that's okay. Well yeah. done. I missed a few things too, but that's fine. Yeah, you, got, you got all the 1940s stuff in under a minute. And it was just the last little bit about the freezing ice <laughs> that went over time. <laughs> um, so I want to state off the top because I'll, I'll let everyone else talk, but just in case you're someone who like likes this movie and that's why you're checking out this episode. I like this movie a lot. I'm going to have a lot of 
positive things to say about it. So just hang in there. Uh, Corey, what did you think of this movie? Um, <laughs> I, I dislike this movie. I did not think it was a good movie in really any way. Okay. I didn't, but I don't think it's a terrible movie. Interesting. Okay, cool. No, what do you think? I, I think it's good. We don't usually like set how we felt about the movie at the top, and I feel like we probably should. So that's, that's a good idea. Mm. Uh, it's pretty good. It wasn't great. It was, okay. it was fine. <laughs> I'm going to steal fun. Greg's way he described it because I like it. fits mm-hmm. me perfectly. And I think if you're going to rank all 27 MCU movies, this is solidly in the bottom half. Probably the high top of the bottom half, but solidly in the bottom half. That being said, when it first came out, I remember absolutely loving it. And I think it's just because since then I've seen so many badass superhero movies with just like crazy powers and all of these really cool things going on that it, it kind of diluted Captain America's Two questions on that. So, one, were you already like a Captain America fan the first time you watched the movie? To some extent, but mostly because I played with him in a Spider-Man video game back in the day. And I thought he was pretty cool throwing his shield and shit. But like, not like a comic fan. I didn't really Mm. know much about him or anything like that. And then what movie do you think is worse? That's what I'm curious about. Worse? Oh, God. Um, There's a bunch. There's a bunch. How would I... You said we can do we can we can do like at the end a uh, yeah. a Marvel ranking. Let me think of that. So I, yeah, th- you guys can think of that. We'll cover that in the end. Probably Guardians off the top of my head. I what? Like as much. Really? That's insane. What? Oh my god, <laughs> Guardians two. Oh, that's oh crazy. God. Of the galaxy? Yes. Oh, yeah, oh. I just like. <laughs> I was like, maybe I didn't see Guardians. Uh, and then obviously Thor: Dark World. That's probably my last. That's I, I didn't even watch that. Twenty-seven. Probably never will. Yeah, Iron Man 2 is bad. Um, is Iron Man 3 the one where he has like no powers the whole time? Because I hated that one. Yeah, he's in the snow for some reason with some kid who shows up at his funeral. God, terrible. Uh, like 11 years later. Uh, anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, Spoilers. So yeah, I I think I knew Captain America mostly from Marvel versus Capcom, the arcade game. He was like one of the, you know box art guys for that except it was an arcade cabinet so one of the cabinet art guys i guess i might be thinking because um spider-man was in that one too i think so yeah yeah that's probably what i'm thinking of so um that that was really my experience with it i didn't see this movie when it came out i was in college at the time it was 2011 and i just didn't catch it really it wasn't that important to me to watch these movies at the time wow it didn't become, you know, it's it's hard to remember, but it wasn't like a, to me, it wasn't this huge cultural like, okay, out of a sense of obligation, I'll see all these things kind of thing yet. Uh, what, what were, where were you guys at when this came out? When did this come out? 2011. It was about, oh, when it came out? Yeah. Do you remember being like, oh, way Captain America or like, oh, okay, whatever. No, no, I, I saw mean, that. I, no, no I don't one. even remember it. So. If, yeah, if you haven't seen it before, that's kind of the answer right there. I, I remember being super pumped. I, when I heard there was this whole like Marvel thing going, I like had always a super high interest in comics and never like the desire to read them. Mm-hmm. So to hear that they were making them into movies, I was all in like right from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I liked some superhero movies at that par- point, but this was, you know these weren't the superheroes I cared about, right? These were the people that were available when Disney decided to go ahead and do the MCU plan and do the Avengers thing. It was growing up Spider-Man, then X-Men, Fantastic Four and Hulk in some 
kind of order and then everyone else right i I had some weird sega games i can't fully remember that had like iron man captain america and then also x-men characters it it was weird and i I can't remember what they are but yeah and and we're gonna have someone on at least one of the episodes this month that is into all that stuff so yes (laughs) yes he was very upset with my my feelings on yeah. So, so if you're screaming at your podcast uh, player about how we don't know what we're talking about, don't worry. We're, we're, we're recruiting people who do. Um, but this it's is okay this. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. To be, uh, we're mostly just talking about movies right now. So sorry, we're not going to go too much into deep lore, but we'll, you know, reflect on what we know. Uh, that's all anyone can ask of anyone else. Right. So I'm curious. Oh, um, when the movie came out, I, did not give a shit. <laughs> um, yeah. But the only reason I watched it, like a good portion of it, the first time in parts, was my dad was watching it. Okay. So that's why I remember, like, we were watching some scenes, and I was like, I've seen this. And I was like, I've seen this, too. Um, and my dad just watches whatever movie has any bit of action at all. Um, and I usually just end up, like, sitting there. I'm like, oh, all right, why not? Um. So Chris Evans is in this one. Had you guys seen the Fantastic Four movies that he's the human torch in? No. One, I saw one of them. Yeah, I saw. I think them. I only saw the first one. I didn't see yeah. the Silver Surfer. I didn't know there was more. Oh, yeah. Silver Surfer. I saw both, and I immediately deleted them from my brain. <laughs> oh my God. I don't remember him being that um, compelling in those movies, but no. I haven't seen them since they came out, so he, I don't know. He was basically a frat bro in those movies, right? Yeah, yeah. No offense to frat he was bros, Jessica Alba's <laughs> brother. Or something, right? Is yeah, that, is the, that the, the invisible woman's brother. Yeah, and they don't look alike. Lucky. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> All right. We got a lot of weird vibes tonight. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the. I, I'm just still upset about this movie. <laughs> um. Yeah. So those movies were, I think, like moderate, kind of modest successes, but it wasn't like the Spider-Man movies. Obviously. Oh, they were terrible. Yeah, they weren't very good, but it wasn't like the most recent Miles Teller, Michael B. Jordan, uh, Fantastic Four that, you know. Also bad. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan's like one of the most famous people, and he played he also played Human Torch, and no one even thinks about that. Those were also movies I was very excited for and then very disappointed immediately. Yeah. Agreed. Um, okay, so let's get into it. Um, Noah, did you know that for the first, like, 40 minutes, Chris Evans has a little boy body. Oh, yeah. I did. I did. <laughs> That's the notes. What a great question to ask. I want to comment on this. Yeah. Well, I'm always like, ooh, what, what was new to you? Yeah, yeah. It was... Um, <laughs> cyberpunk. Yeah. Yeah, definitely some some uh, cyberpunk vibes. Um, they patched those kids. They look more like kids now. Oh, that's, oh, that's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like how, liked how bad they looked. Yeah, it was like you... I, I don't know. I don't know what you thought about it, Corey, but it was like... It it looked good, but it didn't look right. <laughs> Technically, like there was no like you couldn't tell like yeah, a definitive yeah, line yeah, or I think, anything. Yeah, I think it was as far as the actual fake. yeah, it was a good deep fake, but it just looked weird. It just looked wrong. Yeah. And was, Noah kept saying, Is is that is that Captain America on a little body? And I was like, Oh yeah, it kind of looks like like those cyberpunk uh the man twenty twenty kids. kids or yeah. twenty whatever. The adult children. Um yeah, the man kids. And it was just like the you just I couldn't get out of my head until he turned into not a man child. Yeah. That was pretty brutal. Even watching it again, I was just like, there really had to be a middle ground here. Like you didn't need to make him this small. You could have just made him look like a regular person. Like that would have gotten the point across just as well. Or just like hired an actor that must like looked 
somewhat like him. Yeah. yeah, and then like deep fake just the face. I guess you could still. Or do you don't that. even need to do that. I just like someone that did. looked pretty close. Oh, and then like oh, he got more. Chisel I mean, he just gained twice his size anyway. So the fact that like he got more attractive wouldn't be that weird. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. You could have yeah. found a guy that looked a lot like him that was yeah. smaller. Even the height it thing over. was a little weird. <laughs> I was like, I don't. His bones. I think the idea of basically yeah. just having him do a Shazam, where it's just like <laughs> literally a little kid, and then he just turns into an adult. Yeah, Zachary yeah. Levi. Yeah, I was just like, he, his height no probably should have stayed the same. Like you said, you just stimulated yeah. his muscles. I don't understand where like the six and a half inches came from. Also, oh, the yeah, instantaneous. The <laughs> I say the instantaneous knowledge of all fighting skills and like how to do everything <laughs> that yeah. came along with the serum too. Well, he was like a like he was an enthusiast of. Fights. Fighting before, right? just not winning. Yeah, just yeah, but you don't go from like punched a lot. Yeah, you could be a coach and you know how to play. You just don't have the body to do it. No, that yeah, but that doesn't make you like just because you got more muscle doesn't mean you know how to do it. Like fighter, there's yeah. there's experience and like well, not, doing the same thing over and over. Not again. because of the muscle. He he had a history of getting into fights. He just got his ass kicked a bunch because he was yeah. small. So like he still uh, could have okay. technically known what to do and just not have been able to execute, have especially if his arms grew in length too, which I'm sure they did. I feel like that makes a big difference. Yeah, but without experience in that body, like fighting other people, I feel like he was just, he went from not winning any. Like even if you're a small person, the whole point of like self defense martial arts is you can beat someone bigger than you with technique. And he like he he literally just stood there and got punched in the face. And then he went from that to literally fighting off a hundred different super villains that were like literally trained doing this like for a while, like hired mercenaries. Yeah, but he's he's not just stronger. He's like superhuman at that point. Yeah, but there's like a lot of things I was watching it like yeah, no one knows because he, he, he was right he there. And I just was like, like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, he just knows how to do all that now. He can take like a three step run up and jump 50 feet now. Yeah, apparently so. Which yeah. he knew how to do really well right off the rip, too. He's, he's a quick and learner. It, instead of <laughs> equating it to martial arts, if you equate it to boxing, I feel like that makes it a lot better because like. Yeah, but he was like. <laughs> like he would like I mean, turn around, block a punch, like spin around, shield someone, throw, know the exact angle to bounce off of his, sh- his uh, shield work was pretty. Well, yeah, there, there's, there was some time lapse, you know, like we yeah, didn't I mean, see he, like yeah, all of his training and stuff. Yeah. Like all of his, well, the training was one week. I did have a note. Yeah. On that. <laughs> okay. I mean, like, so short, but like, there's freaking magic guns in this too. Like, what do we want to, how much yeah. do we want to no, do? No, no, that's, like well, that's what that's I was like between like each of his battles, there's a lot of time lapse. We don't see uh, where he was probably training. Yeah. He was probably like having other fights and they just, they did the highlight reel. Yeah. There's a guy with a red skull. <laughs> well, I bought that, yeah. I mean, we, all, we all have a skull. Who harnesses the power of Odin's throne room. Like, right? These are established are real like, things, Oh, ben. yeah, I wish there were more training montages, too, but, like, come on. Fair. There's plot There's holes. Just too many holes. I want to see him chase the chicken. Holes. <laughs> The Wait, Rocky. Where, where I said I wanted to see him oh. chasing a chicken. The Rocky montage. Oh yeah. There are no stairs. He didn't have to walk up <laughs> yeah, a single. stair. He doesn't stair go the to the Philadelphia movie. Museum of Art. So how <laughs> does he get strong? Yeah, also, he like gets injected with this stuff and immediately just like can function as a human being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that. That, that shouldn't that be possible. Was his willpower. He was his just willpower like, made him. No, they were like, going to stop it, and then he's. Like, it's like you you take a a ninety eight Camry and then stick a V eight. <laughs> <laughs> super turbo into it and then you're just like all right well good luck 
And it just it just rips. Sounds like it would work. No to me. tuning or anything. If you put super oil in it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So that's your thoughts on Captain. Do you want to go back to the beginning? <laughs> do you want to know? Do you know what I think about the beginning? I'm curious how you guys feel about Sebastian Stan as Bucky because I always feel like he's definitely in that role for the modern stuff because he just doesn't work as a period guy to me at all. He just has a very modern feel. Mm. Yeah. So I just always kind of feel like he's kind of anachronistic in that. It's interesting. In, in this movie. And I, I couldn't put my finger on it, but I feel like you need some kind of like a little bit of old timey accent or whatever. And he just, yeah. he feels like a person that just from right now got plopped into 1942. Yeah. You can't imagine him calling a woman a dame. No, no. And that's what you need. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like a real accent. It's yeah. just like an inflection on the way you speak. Yeah. Like, what, like whatever Tommy Lee Jones is doing as the colonel, that's what you need. Yes. I did love Tommy Lee Jones as like a military gruff guy in this. I think yes. they casted perfectly. And I'm actually like yes. surprised he would do it. Like he just. I assume they just backed up the Brinks truck in his driveway. And, <laughs> you know, it's, it's what they do. So early in the MCU especially, but they still do it now, is that they just lock down the people who are going to be the stars that are cheap at the time. Chris Evans was cheap at the time. Let's be honest for like seven picture deals. And then they fill the one-off cast with all like really classy people. So, you know, Hugo Weaving as the villain. Yep. Tommy Lee Jones as just like a kind of fifth or sixth lead. Yeah. Um, Sebastian Stan also pretty cheap at the time. They know they're going to be bringing him back multiple times. Like, that's just what they do in these movies. Um, Stanley Tucci is the doctor who he's on set, what, three days? <laughs> and then, then he's out within 40 minutes of this movie. He's already dead. So, yep. um, yeah, so I think that's just how, how they do these things. So I think what they did is they got they gave a lot of money to Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, that makes sense. And said, you'll never have to do this again, but here's some money. But he seemed to like he put effort in. Like he did a very good job acting. I thought he did great. Minor yeah, effort. He, I think he, he's he didn't really, really have good. a lot of competition in the movie. Well, yeah. his his yeah. He, this is only like a few years after No Country for Old Men, where he where he's like really bringing it. Mm-hmm. So it's, well, it's his character funny. didn't need to like have a passionate. Nope, exactly. Like it was just like a, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, that's by design. I think. I guess that's why I didn't really notice. Um, what's the guy who who played Bucky? Sebastian Stan. Yeah, I guess he 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 seemed fine to me, but it didn't really stick out. I think because like aside from Tommy Lee Jones, and um, I guess the guy that played Red, Red Skull too was good. Um, yeah. Everyone just seemed kind of like yeah. fine. It was it, I think it's we it, it was like a weird mix of like old like that that time period and like new stuff too. It was like a really weird. I don't know. I think they should have gone one harder one way or the other. And it just seemed kind of like yeah. floating in between. That was my overall note about the movie was like, it Flo- seemed floating like Chris Evans face on that little boy's body. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That should be the um, like, you know how when you build a quilt, you take a bunch of different pieces and stitch it together and sure, you've got a blanket. Sure, sure, sure. That's how the movie felt. Like you yeah. start off and then we're in a, like an ancient tomb or something. Yeah. They're like, why? What the? Well, first, no, you start off and then it's like, oh, there's Nazis and like old cars. And then it's like, oh, we're in an ancient tomb. And then it's like, okay, uh, there's lasers. And then it's just like, okay, now we're in like 1940 or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then there's like, there's a lot mixed in. And I think ev- even just like from like the style of things, it like aesthetically, there was no flow or like, it didn't feel good. Okay. Well, aesthetics, aesthetics is what I really want to focus on. Yeah, but yeah. if you have something else. Well, so it started off with them finding Captain's crash plane. 
that that was the initial seed mm-hmm. is they they found that all and I then, seen cold and then they went to Norway and they found a old monastery where they had old relics from the Norse yeah. gods and that was the Nazis coming in and, and taking them. <laughs> So like that that time period kind of lined up, and the lasers didn't come until after they harnessed the Norse technology. But they still had like the like it, the the look of everything was like it, it was almost like futuristic mixed with. And then like when they found the monastery, it was just well, weird. It's Hydra. Yeah, yeah. Hydra was their advanced. It, it, but I don't think they they portrayed it well. Like they could have made it stylistically better in a way where like it fit. Like it, mm-hmm. I don't it, know how like to describe what I'm saying in a it better way. Felt better. Like I understand conceptually, I'm okay with it, but the what was like actually done, I, I didn't think looked good. So I actually like the the their version of Brooklyn they have in this that you mostly see when they're driving through good. it a couple times, but then when he's actually chasing the uh, Nazi agent who is stealing the serum, and he's going through the, sh- the the streets of their period designed Brooklyn, I actually think it's like pretty tactile and pretty. Uh, satisfying. Oh, that mm. scene. I did enjoy that. Scene. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like how that one looks actually. And I'm sure it's just tricks, but I, th- I don't know that they were filming everything in the same room in Atlanta yet. <laughs> um, because I feel like that actually looks like they may have built some sets out and had to at least buy a few cars and maybe CGI the rest. I don't know. Mm. But starting once he goes over and there's the song interlude of, uh, you know, the star spangled man with a plan, and then everything from that point on is a whole different aesthetic. It's a lot. The CGI just becomes really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is my hot take. I think it looks bad on purpose. I think it's pastiche. I'm pretty sure it's homage to not just comic books. A big pile of shit. But <laughs> to, Sorry, to um, radio dramas from like the 30s and 40s. I'm pretty sure it's on purpose. And I think the reason it changes once he gets to Italy is um, all laid out in the Star Spangled Man with a plan sequence. It's big and corny and it looks dumb. And I think it's supposed to. And I'm pretty sure it's homage. Okay. Okay. That's my hot take. And that that is a new thought for me this time. And I didn't look it up. Maybe. So this is directed by Joe Johnstone. Maybe he's talked about this and maybe that's what he said i don't think he has but i didn't look it up too much because i don't think we need to talk about joe johnson too much but he's the director of this movie he does period stuff and he does special effects stuff sometimes at the same time notably with disney before he made 1991's the rocketeer if you guys have ever seen that Mm -mm. so that's a big goofy thing that's said in the late 30s and is also a lot of homage and pastiche and it's goofy it's like you know silly and i'm pretty sure that's what he's going for in the second two-thirds of this movie i definitely got a goofy vibe from the like when he's doing the road show kind of thing mm-hmm. um so i could see that and um i found it really refreshing because they would not do something like that anymore mm-hmm. depending on who's directing it i mean they could do something weird and silly and have a whole more than half of a tentpole movie be pastiche if it's like taika watiti's new thor movie I think he has agency to do something different. I think. James Can you Gunn define pastiche? Movie. Yeah. So it's a um, uh, bakery on <laughs> so the west side of it. Providence. They have great cannolis. Good. Yeah. So it's taking different tropes and elements from something else and incorporating them 
in what could be like a kind of hacky way, but I think it's doing that on purpose. Gotcha. I knew that just for our listeners. Right. Sure. So it's <laughs> kind of like cut, homage, cut that part right? out. But to me, it felt overly pastiche. Like, yeah, it could be that. I was just being, and, and, and like the, <laughs> was being uh, pastiche. <laughs> the sequence where he turns into the big muscly guy is just straight from the universal horror movies. Like yeah. old school, Dracula, Frankenstein, Frankenstein. Yeah. especially, yeah. Frank, yeah. especially yeah. Frankenstein. Yeah. Yes. Like it is, it is that. There's the guy's, lightning for some reason. There's lightning and the guy's like, <laughs> slowly Flashes. turning up a dial and you're like, you should leave stop. it up. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's just straight universal horror movie. And I, you know, um, I did think that was funny. It's like, is this steroids or is this electricity? Which, which pick one, pick a lane. Both. It's light activated <laughs> steroids, right? <laughs> so that's what I think. I think that this is a, mo- a kind of movie that Joe Johnson wanted to make anyway. He also made October sky, which I definitely haven't seen in over a decade, but I remember liking, um, I think I watched that. Yeah, less special effects actiony, but still. Oh, was that the good. the kid making the the rockets? Yeah, I yeah, watched I that in fifth that. grade science. Oh, I think I. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I might have too. <laughs> so I, think we've, I think we've all seen that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. So I think that that is what he's trying to do with this movie, and I think that they probably didn't want him to do something like that. And I think it needed to go further in that direction, maybe. But for me, it was enough because I feel like it is at least something different. It feels fresh compared to what the MCU is today. Mm-hmm. That is my yeah. thesis statement for this episode. It's definitely possible. <laughs> if my note said movies kind of all over the place stylistically, they don't set you in the world well enough at any point. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel like you're like, I do like when they're like, he's in Italy now. And they're just like, and we're going to be in the woods the whole time. Cause that's cheaper. We got woods here. <laughs> we can say it's Italy. When you said he went to Italy, I was like, I have no recollection of him going to Italy. Yeah, but like, I was like, he was in Italy. Yeah. I, I remember him being in England cause they did a pub scene. Yes. And then like, I guess, so the woods scenes was him going through Italy. Yeah. Yeah. It gives like a Chiron. It says Italy, 1944, probably. Oh, okay. Um, and it is when he does, um, like a show and they're like, bring out the girls. Yeah, that was Italy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. And then he goes and rescues Bucky's unit. Like, do you ever, did you ever feel like immersed in that movie? Like you're like, you know, when you're watching a movie and you're just mentally there. No. Cause I think that it's so purposely is foregrounding how fake everything is on purpose because the CGI montages that it does, especially after he gets his Howard Stark designed uniform is just like, if you go back and just watch that little montage, it only takes like a minute of um, once basically the f- at first time he gets the uniform on stage and stuff. Uh, no, the no, first time he gets that. the Howard Stark uniform oh, after okay. the rescue pretty much. Um, and he uh, forms the team for the first time and they have like a montage of them doing missions or whatever. And the CGI looks so, so bad. And I feel like it has to be on purpose because it just looks so fake. And I feel like it's trying to remind you that it's fake. Is it that or are you are you <laughs> potentially doing, doing the thing where it's like, oh, I think this artist w- was trying to portray this. And then you yeah, ask them possible. and they're like, no, I was just painting. It's totally possible. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm just throwing like another hot take in a different direction. Yeah. I, I think it's. I hope you're right. <laughs> uh, you know, like a tribute to radio dramas. That's that's where I'm going, coming from. And obviously comic books. Okay. And probably more comic books. They definitely wanted the um like him performing to be like super cheesy. Oh, that part they yes. did really well. And yeah. I think the rest that of the I movie was is well done. almost that cheesy. 
I, yeah, I, I just feel like way worse. I think they also, <laughs> they weren't trying to immerse you in this movie. I think they were trying to immerse you in the Marvel world. Like, I'm pretty sure they already had their plan set up. And this was more of like, a, like, I don't think they cared as much about this movie as they did as introducing him for the beginning of like the Avengers that came at the end. Like, this was all like prequel just to get him in with the rest of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I just, it didn't do that for me. For me, I was just like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, like I, I don't know this what's going on in this world at all. Yeah. Like, I feel like I needed, like, I if the movie was 20 minutes longer and just there was something in there to, like, really pull it all together. I just, I don't think they cared because yeah, they were the, like, yeah. they were just, this was happening once. This is the first and cool, then cool Marvel movie. We're getting him into the rest of the MCU that all happens futuristically. So You're right. They didn't, it. they didn't need to. Yeah. They didn't want to and need to. Sorry. Screw it. Yeah. And pretty much the, 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 <laughs> end, the end just goes directly to Nick Fury's going to bring him into the team. Yes. That's, that's yeah. what we're doing. And like, Stay tuned. Coming it, next summer, the first Avengers movie. And that's that's what the end credits is for this. I could have done yeah. it with, well with the Spark Notes version. <laughs> a nice YouTube 20 minute video and then the end scene. Yeah, basically yeah. just like juice. I think it's it's so unreal on purpose because it sets up him being such a man out of time and him being just uncompromisingly himself, even though people like him don't exist anymore in the rest of the modern MCU. Okay. That was only one thing I didn't like. And you might, I mean, and that might not even be what they're doing, or you can think that's what they're doing and still think they do it badly. That's totally fair. But I I think I appreciated it more this time. Mm -hmm. One of the things that annoyed me, and this is a trope I see in a lot of movies, but I hated in the beginning where they had people speaking Norwegian without translation. Why do you do that? And like, I get when you did it in like West Side Story, he had a point, but they just had the people in the monastery speaking Norwegian and the subtitle was just like speaking Norwegian. Oh, I hate, hate, hate when movies do that. It happened. Don't give me that look. Um, they, they had I like a, I don't remember that, but it might just the, not be, I know the part you're talking about. Right, right, it's probably just not happening. a pressure point for me. Well, like it's, for right at the beginning when they were talking about like you finding the artifact and stuff, the two people there before the Nazis broke in were speaking in Norwegian to each other. And just for some inexplicable reason, they were just like, speak Norwegian. Don't translate it whatsoever uh, for any reason, reason is like who cares what norwegians are saying to each other wow <laughs> sorry for I our can. norwegian wow. listeners oh, you want fish soup tonight or like fish paste <laughs> there, there were nazis at the door they were talking about the artifact and stuff oh, I should assume... we distract the nazis with our fish like you could have had him say nothing then i don't know don't have people speak a different language and don't translate the it only no time reason. i like when they do that is when you're supposed to be in like the perspective of the person that doesn't understand that's, yeah but they yeah, definitely yeah. didn't do that in this movie <laughs> that's yeah, what that's i'm that's saying like point. i understand so like, when you do it for artistic purposes i just hate and a lot of movies do it where they just like don't bother to put in the it just annoys me mm-hmm. it, it 20 minutes it would like a few hundred dollars it would take to hire a translator right or no because they definitely scripted that part too exactly and i think somebody who spoke norwegian would be able to watch and be like oh this is what they said (laughs) they're just going like i don't know what's going on nazi 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 (laughs) why why are they here i don't know even if it was just like the subtitle of like why are they here what could they possibly want they were like the thing or they (laughs) just didn't say anything yeah they were just like uh oh no yep yeah they could have done that too yeah sorry that was just one of my notes you don't have to apologize (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm sorry for everyone that had to experience yeah. that. I don't have a lot of notes. Um, I have pointless ancient tomb, cheesy Nazis, 
cheesy cutscenes, lots of cheese. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, and I appreciate the cheese. So I guess we're we're agreeing on cheese, but yeah, I'm more of a like sharp cheddar kind of guy. This yeah, was like no. this was like American sliced cheese. It was this is but like this the orange one that nobody cheese. really wants. The craft, uh, sure. the craft Unless cheese. you're an orange cheese kind of guy, yeah. then I'm yeah. sorry. So no, this is your first time through. Do you have uh He has a little bit of a bias because I was complaining the whole time? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> no, I I think a lot of the, the stuff that Corey had talked about, I had similar kind of um uh yeah. I, I felt the same way about that. Also, like, I just, yeah, I, I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. I guess in retro, like re, how you had mentioned that um, maybe mm-hmm. that's what they were going for. Um, but yeah, as a whole, I just, I couldn't get into it. Just it felt like it was all over the place and kind of weird. And I don't think like any of the acting really stuck out for me. I don't know. Just like as a whole, it was just like fine. I think you know? Agent Carter was pretty good. Yeah. Agent Carter did a, a good job. Oh, that also was, the, was uh, uh, Daenerys in that for like two and a half seconds. No, it was um, the, yeah. Uh, oh, the queen, uh, queen Mar- Margaret. That's uh, oh, uh, oh, oh, yeah, Nat- 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 Natalie Dormer. Natalie Dormer. There we yeah, go. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, who, who is she? Like, Mar- Mar- she was um, Marjorie she was, yeah, Queen Marjorie. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she was yeah. a queen, right? Or yeah, she married Joffrey, and then she married. Yeah, she married in there. Yeah, yeah, she, she. Yeah, I was happy about that. Yeah, little crush there. Yep. Yeah. Oh shit! It's her. Yeah, oh, man. but yeah, no. Um, Peggy Carter was really good, and I think I think she yeah. had, she had some good um good acting for the parts she was in anyway. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. That's Haley Atwell, of course, reprised the role in well Endgame, and then also in between after this, the Agent Carter TV series. She had a TV uh, series too. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yep. It was um pre Disney Plus uh, Marvel series, just like Agents of Shield. It was the prequel to Kim Possible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that came out after. Kim I tried Possible. to keep a straight face. I couldn't. <laughs> so I, I want to point out. So this is written by Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, better known as Marcus and McFeely, who have done a ton of Marvel movies at this point. But this was their first Marvel one. Before that, they did the uh, Chronicles of Narnia series. Oh, but after this, they do, you know, the other Captain Americas. One Thor, the one that we don't talk about. And then they take over the last couple Avengers game, uh, Avengers movies with uh, talent got lost in Narnia. Yeah, (laughs) wait, what Thor don't we talk about? Uh, Dark World. Oh, um, they cut bad movie, I haven't seen. Yeah, then they do the last two Avengers movies. So once, once it they decide, which that was a layup for the last Captain America and then the last two Avengers movies to just have the one team of the Russo brothers, uh, Marcus and McFeely also write in all those movies. Did they do the first Thor? No. Yeah. See, yeah, that makes sense. First Thor, great. Second Thor, terrible. Third Thor, one of the best MCU movies. See, I didn't see what that, was that one. Uh, Ragnarok. Yeah. I don't know who writes the first one. Kent, Kenneth Branagh directs it and he does his own writing sometimes. I don't just don't know if it's on my head. If he also wrote Thor one. I like Thor. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I only saw one, I and maybe two. Oh. I think I saw two. Three was amazing. You got to watch three. Yeah. Is that Ragnarok? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to freaking watch it. It was also like hilarious. Like it, it was top tier movie. I, for a second, really I thought awesome. I watched it, but I was thinking of Avengers. I was like, is that when he gets fat? <laughs> that, yeah, that's just Endgame. Yeah. yeah. So um, one thing that is kind of weird to me is I always feel like a little more than halfway through the movie, they decide they want to do the kind of military team up thing. Yeah. We're going to get our best men together and go behind enemy lines, which is obviously a war movie trope. 
And um, it's they had the classic guy with the big mustache and the machine. Oh, oh yeah, I want to like, talk, talk about him. <laughs> um, so just just I don't know normally timestamp stuff, but it's uh, two hours and six minutes long, including credits, including the framing devices. And it wasn't until an hour and three until those guys get introduced at the prison escape. Yep. But the actual like forming of the team happens an hour and thirteen minutes in. And uh, Bucky falls into the ravine at an hour 25. So it's only 12 <laughs> minutes that they're the whole team's together. Oh, jeez. They did um, Bucky dirty. They just wanted to get that like team up in there, you know? Yep. So Special effects for Bucky falling was awful. I do love they that were, they were yeah, focused see, I'm impervious now because I'm just going to say it's on purpose. Way. It was just like, ooh, you didn't do that well. Uh, and I, I love that like they came back from the POW camp with all of these like super advanced weapons and just like barely talk about it. Like I feel like that would have been like a bigger like headline. I don't know. Yeah, we yeah. just advanced our development a hundred years. I, I assume MVD. it's I assume it's like the uh, one person submarine that they just like have Howard Stark look at and like, hey, can you do anything with this? It's like uh, it's you're, advanced. You're the tech guy. <laughs> It's just like, wow, these are insane mind bending weapons for the 1940s. We've never seen, we still to this day do not have anything like that. And they're just like, cool. All right, we're not going to use them to like go fight the people. You, like, you, you, you think every the time team, they fight them, they could just pick up new new guns, or at least like the team they sent behind enemy lines is like, all right, we're going to equip you guys all with these things you captured because they're fucking sweet, and you can just pick up new ones. Yeah. <laughs> so from when the team forms until Bucky dies, and then. I mean, even beyond that, because they all the team all goes in for the final mission too. I marked down here, and this is when my my thought process crystallized that the uh, CGI was getting very Sky Captain-y at that point. If you guys remember Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow, that no fully CGI Jude Law movie from our mid thousands. You don't? I don't yeah. know if it qualifies, but maybe we'll look this up. Maybe we'll do Sky Captain at some point. It it's, doesn't sound like I want to do it. It was like a big <laughs> deal when it came out because it was entirely CGI. I'm not watching anything with the word captain in it anymore. <laughs> and um as same same deal as it's supposed to be, you know, radio dramas mixed with old war movies and it's all style and floating people on the front of the Angelina Jolie. She's in it for like a scene. She she's pretty she's highly all built. Of the, the pictures. Yes, she's pretty highly built, but she's literally just in like that. one scene. See, this looks like they're trying to do what you were mentioning. Yes, like it looks better. Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, Cohesive. you should you should watch. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so one thing I do want to mention: there's a Wilhelm scream during the motorcycle chase as Cap is distracting everyone and getting caught on purpose. Yeah, is there? There is a Wilhelm scream. He does the thing where he sends the tripwire out behind him. Oh, and the, yeah. And one of the okay. motorcycle Nazis goes over the tripwire, and there's a Wilhelm scream. And I just appreciated that they put that in. What is that? And that is what made me think. Yep, it's it's too, it's super on purpose. So Wilhelm scream is like this a ridiculous scream. This oh. famous sound effect that's been used most famously in the Star Wars movies. And just kind of everywhere, and um, sort of really most famously in Star Wars movies. I think so. Yeah. Um, Even into it's even like bled into certain. uh, There's a there's a a specific bizarre scream in season two of Mandalorian that I think is also like you know a tribute to the fact that they always have weird screaming. 
such as the Wilhelm scream. It's used in a ton of different movies. Oh, Indiana, it's okay. in Indiana Jones movies too. It's like is it just like anytime somebody's touches. following down a hole or something? Yeah, the same you can. Sound yeah, you can. It's the same yeah. sound oh, clip. It's okay. been used for decades and decades. And it's like obnoxious. And it's like, a, ah! like nobody ever screams that way. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll um. You can't unhear it now. Like I heard about it in a film class. And no, now every time I'm like, every oh, time it happens, yeah. uh, for your benefit, I'll play it. Oh, um, okay. But I will just put in the actual thing, like an actual sound clip. And thing. Okay. Ah! okay. Oh, I feel like I've heard that before. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, probably that. at least a hundred times. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of jumping around a little bit, but like you were saying, the guy with the just huge like the little bar mustache. Yes. Um, none of these gentlemen are ever given character names. No. Nope. <laughs> because they're just really not in it that much. No. But that is um, character actor extraordinaire Neil McDonough. Most recently, you can see him in a bunch of Redbox movies with Bruce Willis. But um, He was um, uh, Lieutenant or Captain Buck in uh, Band of Brothers. Yeah, he's a, he's a big bad in... One of the later seasons, but not the last one of break of uh, Justified, and um, he comes to a pretty bad end. <laughs> there was definitely a out of character scene where Captain America questions the Japanese guy's motives, and he was like, "I was born in Pasadena." I was oh, like, yeah. "Wow, that was real nice, yeah. Captain America." <laughs> that's not Captain America. That's that's the Neil McDonough guy. Yeah, it's not Captain America. The dude with the handlebar mustache. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. No, no, no. But when they were meeting all the, the the parts of the team, there's the Japanese guy. Yeah. He says it twice because it's when they're leaving the prison and Neil McDonough's like, oh, we're bringing everyone as in like, oh, we're bringing non-Americans too. And he goes, I'm from Pasadena. Oh, I thought Captain said that. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah. that was okay. All right. That'd be messed That's, up. <laughs> that would be really messed up, right? That's what I thought. Okay. No, that was. The other also, thing. they literally like made the like default diverse uh, military <laughs> crew. Like, okay, we have a black guy. We have an Asian dude. We have a white dude with a handlebar mustache. And then we have a regular white dude that looks like, you know, kind of attractive and Captain America. I, I didn't mean to set up such a rhetorical bulwark, but I, all I can say to that is, yeah, that's on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> um, as we continue, so Captain America gets caught on purpose. He gets brought before Johann Schmidt, AKA Red Skull played by Hugo Weaving. So that scene, he's charging into the base and he's going head to head with a tank. And I just lost it when he decided to take his shield and put it in front of his motorcycle. <laughs> like that was going to do anything for the tank missiles coming at him. Yeah, it's vibranium. vibranium. Okay. But like it took up three square feet in the most of his body was uncovered by it. I just like, okay, hopefully they just aim specifically at your shield and not at the wheels underneath you. It's the perfect Robbie, 33% chance to save his life. Robbie, you're not going to believe this. That's, that's part of the movie. I bet that's on purpose. <laughs> no, this movie is purposely so shitty that it's br brilliant. That's, that's the thing. That's always the captain America stuff throughout the rest of the movies, right? Is people only ever fire his shields. Yeah. It's fair, but at least when it's just on his body, he can move it and stuff. He put it as a fixed yeah. target right in front of I think his, it's not attached to anything either. It's just like there. So like yeah. it could have just fallen over. So, you, know, you guys probably think this movie is big, dumb, but I think it's big subversive. I think it's, Purposely calling out all these like fallacies and illogicalities on purpose. And I respect your opinion. Um, <laughs> but it's wrong. I, I like how when he's going to pick the shield too, Noah brought this up. They had like these, you know, three shields on the table. Oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, which yeah, one do you want to choose? And then he's like, oh, what about this one? They're like, oh, well, that's only made out of like 
the strongest, lightest material ever and like probably the best shield. But why would you want that? It's not done yet. Oh, yeah. You don't well, want that one. It's because Stark wanted to keep it because it's all the vibranium they had. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but why even oh, make no. it? So, like, yeah. <laughs> what is he do like, oh, it? this is all the vibrate we have. Just tests and shit. <laughs> yeah, you want to circle. That's, <laughs> that's, that's good. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, let's make it into a shield. That's not like, I don't know, build something else more useful. It's like with a big it. circle. It's like it's like a pie, right? That's the easiest shape to take from is a circle. <laughs> It's just like if Captain America <laughs> wasn't going to use this. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, most, the same way. yeah, usually you go into rectangles, but whatever. <laughs> so if, if that wasn't specifically for Captain America, who the hell else was going to be using a shield? Uh, Howard Stark. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is, is Iron Man suit made out of vibranium? See, no. see, the, see, that's that's silly. What's it made it's, out of? It's like a logical. Oh, just metal. Leap, just metals. I think it was on purpose. Is that uh, <laughs> or, no. is Wolverine's claws? Is that vibranium too? Uh, adamantium. Adamantium. Yeah. adamantium. In bone originally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, actually had the bone claws. In the Days of Future Past's seventies timeline, it's bone. It, it always was bone. They just coat it in vibranium. Oh, sure. Or uh, adamantium. Fair, fair, fair. Um, this this last sequence. What'd you guys think? You're mad about the logic? How long do you think it takes to fly from the Alps to New York City? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Two, three minutes? We're yeah, skipping we, we a lot here. This. We talked about this. Um, but we could rewind later. Well, hey, we already got to the confrontation with Schmidt. Well, I have one in more. In the base. We didn't get him on the plane. Yet, I, I, I have one more illogicality there. So he charges in from the front. He's got his shield on his motorcycle. He gets captured. Guys crash through the back window and they're like, hey, Cap, think you need your shield. Where the hell did they get his shield from? No, the 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 guards had it. The people who took Captain America into that room had it. Okay, okay. Right so when they, they come in, they crash shooting. Through. It shows the guy holding the shield fall down on the ground dead. Man, okay, all right. I'm sorry. They lost me towards the end. I was not paying as much attention as <laughs> I, I should have. Okay. I <laughs> thought not? they crashed through the window and they were like, we got your shield. And I was like, no. how did you get his shield? The, the shield was already in the room. They shoot the guy holding the shield and then they give it to Cap. Okay. All right. Well, yep. then rescind it. <laughs> you know what? Perfect movie. <laughs> That's it. A plus. In that case. <laughs> sorry. All right. Continue. The ending made me the most mad. <laughs> because okay. it's 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 so clearly on purpose stupid because he gets onto the Valkyrie, the ship that has the other planes on it, and the planes are all fucking labeled like New York and Boston and Chicago. Yeah. It's so stupid. Yeah, that, that, that was fine. <laughs> Why would they do that? There's no reason for that. Well, no, because they I should know where they're going. Those were the bombs, right? Those were they were flying them. Yeah, they were gonna like suicide bomb them, right? Right. But if how you're were, the person how are we doing gonna it, know where they're gonna drive? Yeah, but how are you gonna know who's who's is who's? They should know that. They're like trained soldiers. The, the planes, they don't have to write like the destination on their tanks. Like, the, the planes themselves the planes themselves didn't have to have destinations. You could have had unmarked planes and I was the soldier that was flying to Boston, so I'd get in yes, any one of these planes. Exactly. It's so stupid. The, it can't possibly not be on purpose. You need the, the, the Boston plane or else, you know, <laughs> it actually just plays Dropkick Murphys as, you, as you're dropping down. <laughs> it doesn't Shipping pronounce up yeah. Time. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that was no, just one okay. point that, I want to get. That yeah, that was like silly, um, like potentially purposely. Um, and by the way, Cap kills a lot of people in this sequence. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so you know he beats Schmidt or whatever his name is, and he he's flying the plane, 
and he, you know, he, he's talking to um, Cap uh, Agent Carter, Agent Carter. Mm-hmm. and he's like, first of all, I, I don't know how they got from the Alps to New York, but like, there's nowhere to land this plane. I just got to crash it. It and the the plane's going down. Okay, just do this. Pull up. Just pull up. Find what? water. Cra- at least crash into water. Or turn. So anyway, he tried to. It was just over a bunch he of He didn't ice. do anything. No, 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 no. Rewatch it. because He didn't, didn't want to go any further because then it was going to like Yeah, but you know you can just do this. That, that and there was all thing. like snowy everywhere. They, they, she was like, yeah. she's like, we have time. And he's like, no, we don't. And I was like, well, I mean, if you can point it down, you could have also you just like up. went in a circle. Yeah. Or, like yeah. you could have bought more time and stayed in the same spot. And yeah. like... Couldn't do it. You got to put it down. Or fly in the opposite direction back towards the Alps. He could have at least gotten himself like 15 more minutes so he could have sent them where he was located because they clearly were trying to find him afterwards and like they just had no idea where in the icy crash. So like if he had just even took in the time to be like, oh, these are my coordinates, uh, that would have, you know, there's probably a parachute or two there. Keep it floating. One of the crashes that was still supposed to head yeah, to Boston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are so many options, and I, I just like it, and it felt so rushed too, where it was just like he was like, no, nope, I had a good one. This, <laughs> he just, I'm at my peak. He, he was nervous about the dance. He was like, oh, this is the only yeah. way. Yeah. And oh, don't no, even, he, he quit oh, while he was oh, ahead. Oh, he was <laughs> having. A, if he just is idly chatting for too long with Peggy, he's going to say something stupid and those will be his last words. Like, oh, sleepy. You got to go to bed. I've entered, you know, Tinder conversations like that. You just cut Starts talking about like, <laughs> she's like, so have you ever? And he's like, yeah. Um, then he does like the whole 40 year virgin thing, talking about bags of sand and shit. No, she and, knows like, and that's never. how he does. <laughs> that yeah, it's, it's very clear. Yeah. So, so, um, yeah, he saves the day. He gets thought out years later. They fake like, blah, blah, blah. and one thing that is dumb is that they know what year he went in the ice and they play a game from 1941. Yeah. They couldn't have just done a month later. They know like when yeah. this happened. Just yeah. they had to pick something that just was like, like, yeah, like while years he was before alive. He went into the ice. We're the most advanced military secret organization, but we can't actually we over, do research. <laughs> we like, oversaw the, the one thing, like, uh, or just don't play anything. Also, yeah. you're, you're frozen not- for like seventy years, and you wake up and you hear a radio, and it's a baseball game. You just instantly remember. I remember that exact game when this happened. They could have just yeah. even been safe and been like, thing. "Let's play anything from the '30s." That's a song. And then like, oh, yeah. Yeah. just play a song. Yeah, they play music. Or just not play, play the music. <laughs> yeah, just, or just not. You didn't need you the radio didn't, playing. Yeah. Didn't have to do yeah. that. And that that clearly isn't going to work because it's just a set. And the second he looks out the window, he's going to be like, well, that's 2D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was nothing more to it. it was just yeah, and then he looks up and goes, well, there's no ceiling. It's just studio lights. I, uh, I <laughs> Wait a minute. A ceiling, but, no. I, uh, yeah. So this I doesn't sound like so so What's with all those people watching? I <laughs> 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 say New York. Okay. But, um, so, We're yeah. the rats. Captain America was filmed in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes into the ice, clearly a at that point, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's another. Yeah, I'll bring that back over. Um, Come back to that yeah. after. Final thoughts. What he year do we think he's no longer a virgin, or does he just never until Oof. he goes back in time? Oh, I don't never. think he ever had. He can't just sex. raises a whole bunch of other questions. Like, does that make him like a fucking hundred and six year old? Uh? <laughs> Did uh, uh, yeah. we we skipped around in the movie a lot? We didn't really talk that's about much. the first half plot wise, and then we decided to really zero in on the final bit of plot, but. That's right. Um, 
I did. I, I do like, like. I like the plane stuff. We only talked about it negatively, but I actually like the plane stuff. I think it's good. Okay. I think him and uh, Haley Atwell have good chemistry. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Whatever. All right, we're done here. What I, you- I I liked the in the like the training scene. I liked how he like just knocked the flag over. I thought that was a classic military moment. Like that, that is good. something like I could oh, see yeah, happening okay. as having that that somebody that went to basic training like that is something that would have gotten ninety nine point nine percent of the people in the unit. Nobody would think to just like knock the flagpole over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Uh, I could talk about an overarching thing that made me upset okay sure this uh, captain america or the, uh, what was the name in the movie uh captain america he didn't have a name no. <laughs> steve steve, steve rogers <laughs> yeah, of course he looked like a steve, steve um rogers. yeah so steve you know stand up dude he, he's just a genuinely really good person he finally gets it like you know his first kiss he falls in love um the whole movie, there's that like sexual tension between him and uh, I'm not going to remember her name ever. Agent so Carter. Agent Carter. <laughs> I keep I keep wanting to say Captain something, but that, that's who the who Steve is. Nick Carter. Um, and like they have this like we're just waiting for him to bang the whole time. I mean, realistically, like how did that not happen throughout all of that? He's risking his life over and over again, and she's just not gonna like. She was waiting till the war was over. Yeah, but he. And well, he they were like, they were separated until they meet up on that base in Italy. She's been the over Italy, there. Italy, what better place? And then he, like, the Italy first day it. they're there, he goes off and does that mission. Then they're just doing missions. But one of those interludes in London, perhaps. Doesn't have an extra. You know, it probably no. three she, minutes. She should have, at the, the very time. least, danced with him in the bar after he had like done yeah, the, the like saved something. all the buddies. Like, they didn't even kiss. Yeah. I don't think right. They kissed once when just he was getting once. onto the plane. While uh, while they're in that car, and and uh, super fast. The ending, they ended it on such like a, a sad like there was no redeeming part of the ending. They were just like, I had a date, or I had like a, I missed a dance or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. I'm late to a dance, and then they ended it, and it was like that's so sad. He didn't even have time right. with her. Oh, Oh, don't worry. Yeah, that's the he, point. he sees her as a ninety-year-old woman in the, one of the next yeah. movies. So. In, uh, yeah, I, I knew in that. Winter but, Soldier. Yeah, and immediately begins dating her granddaughter. Oh God! Or, or great niece, or something like that. Or just niece, maybe, but the ages don't match up. Oh, that's yeah. it's pretty sexy. That's it's, weird. Uh, <laughs> Chris Pratt's sister from Everwood uh, is who's playing that person. She's she was in um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, anyway. Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't think that was like, uh, why Why end it that way? That's to make you like really sad right at the end? Like, yeah. That's not how you end movies. How awkward. That is how you end some movies. I think it's a, I think it's a good ending that they leave it like How awkward is that conversation when he goes back in time to live with her again? Oh, by the way, for a brief period of when you died, I dated your, your niece for a little bit uh, or in, whatever. In classic Captain America fashion, I think they only kissed once. Okay. All right, that's fair, I guess. Yeah, I don't think he... She wait, lived who? next door to him. He should have, like... He only kissed the other girl, too. Yeah, that's all he does. Yeah, he yeah, just... Yeah, I mean... He kisses. But yeah, anyway, Captain America... Like, the fact that it was Captain America as, like, you know, the comic, the story, like, uh, the novelty of it, I didn't enjoy the movie. And also do not think it's... I would not consider it a good movie based on the factors that I mentioned. But I think I like a lot of movies that are definitely not good movies. Yeah. Fair so, enough. Um, I, opinion. Like, I like this wise. one. I found it like really refreshing to watch it after only seeing recent Marvel stuff recently. Um, so this 
transitions well into the actual kind of game, more just an activity for the end Ooh, here. Bringing back the games. What do you guys consider your favorite Marvel movies and least favorites? If we wanted to do some rankings, maybe top and bottom fives. Mm. They don't have to be in order, but it would be a lot cleaner if they are. Can we choose Avengers? Yeah. Oh. So keeping it just to the 27 MCU movies, 27? That's what you said before. That's what Greg said on Discord or Echo. (laughs) All right. Uh, so it's it's more than 23 because that was Endgame, I'm pretty sure. Okay. But. Top five, we'll say the Avengers will count like uh, all of those as one. Um, I'll say Ant-Man, one and two. Uh, and it's Avengers one that you're running uh, I'm just putting all of them into one category. Pick. Yeah, just all of them are one. I don't you remember which pick. one's which. Fine. The last one, I think, was my so favorite. So just Endgame. Just okay. Endgame. And then I'd say Ant-Man and the Wasp, and then Ant-Man, and then Thor, three, Ragnarok, uh, and then five, Iron Man, the original Iron Man. Bottom five, Thor Dark World, Thor Dark World, third, Thor Dark World, Thor Dark World, <laughs> and third Dark World. Wow, is that bad? It's the worst movie I've ever seen. Oh I think God. it's better than... Iron Man 2. Okay, fine. <laughs> five can be, or f- one of the bottom five can be Iron Man 2. All right. Thor Dark World, Thor Dark World, Iron Man 3, Iron Man 2, and then. Yeah, Iron know. Man 3 is kind of weird, too. I didn't like that. No, it ends with him like blowing up all his suits, and you're like, no more Iron Man. And he was not even halfway through the amount of movies he was going to be in it. Then. Yeah, it's stupid. Stupid, bad movies. So my top would be something like. Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, we'll say one. We're, we're going to talk about Guardians more later this month. Hint, hint. Uh, I would also put Thor Ragnarok in there. Avengers Infinity War. I think Infinity War is the best of the Avengers movies, personally. Wait, uh, what happens in that one? That is the beginning of the Infinity War. <laughs> oh, it's the first one? Uh, well, it's the, the one that comes before one. Endgame. Second to last it's the one. third Avengers movie. So there's Avengers. Wait, Avengers, there's four Avengers? It's Avengers, Age of Ultron, Infinity War Part 1, Infinity War Part 2. Which one do no, they There's not no feel Part so 1 and 2. Anymore? It's Infinity War, then Endgame. Part 1 and Part 2. <laughs> that was 2, right? I, I mean, you can say so all these movies. It's like part whatever of 27 if you want to do it like that. All right, never mind. Um, and then I'd also probably have Black Panther in there. I don't know. I don't feel super strong. Maybe Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Ant-Man's good. Okay, I think I got it. Not Captain Marvel. God, at my bottom would be Captain Marvel, Thor 2. I like a little more than you guys, but I still don't think it's that good. Iron Man 2, Age of Ultron's down there too. Oh, yeah. All right, that's fair. I accidentally typed in Narvel movies instead of Marvel <laughs> movies. What'd you get? Uh, Narvel Blackstock, who is Reba McIntyre's ex-husband, who apparently <laughs> made a couple of movies. No. <laughs> Reba. Did you Shut do, up, um, Narvel. Did you do your list, Corey? Uh, yeah, you, I mean, you, I, I yeah, can't yeah. really give a definitive list, but yeah, uh, Black Panther is definitely up there. Um, uh, some mixture of the Avengers movie. I don't remember which one is which now. I'll just say Endgame because that was the most recent and I saw it twice. Um, and I did really like both Guardians and Ant-Man. And then as far as bad movies, um, I'm going to have to say, obviously, Captain America. Uh, I also didn't really like Iron Man 2. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. That's it. Okay. Thor was pretty good too. But. I yeah. think mine. Yeah. I think mine's like very similar to yours, Ben. I'd say my number one's probably the original Guardians. Number two's Infinity War. Number three would probably be Thor Ragnarok. Um, then four, maybe the second Guardians. And then maybe the first Iron Man. Yeah, I only kept one Guardians on my list, but I do like both. Yeah. And then bot- I feel like I haven't seen a lot of the bad ones. I'd say probably Captain America. <laughs> and There's going to be a lot of upset people after. Yeah. Yeah, maybe Age Ultron. This is a good movie, bro. It's the first Captain America. Yeah, it's Boys. better than Ultron. Mm. Yeah, I'd say those, What's Ultron? those two. Age of Ultron, the second Avengers movie. Oh, I didn't think that was that bad. Is, that, is it like notoriously bad? No, I thought it was fine. No. Yeah, it's. I thought it was just like, yeah, this is this is a Marvel movie. It's just kind of like in a weird island. Doesn't do much of anything. Yeah, it just like they all just blend into one movie for me, and I'm like, I don't. Remember. Well, on purpose, they become serialized, and that leads into the Sokovia Accords, which is what Civil War is about, and that's why they're not all together at the beginning of Infinity War. Also, did not like the civil war plot captain america should have been on the side of signing up and iron man should have been on the side of not signing up that was a big misplay it's so out of character oh yeah i mean they do it because he's all upset about sokovia i get what they're saying and he's his whole thing is you know he feels guilty for like every weapon and now he has a bunch of friends that are weapons that are unregulated and he's mad about it. I'm not saying it makes sense, but I'm saying that is what they tried to do. Yeah. I understand what they tried to do, but just it completely destroyed their whole characters and everything that was set up for them. Like it just did not make any sense. Sure. Whatever. I think I've watched too many good movies recently and now these movies just, yeah, they, they, they don't hit for me. Yeah, yeah, it's good to have a balanced diet, though. Mm. Um, anything else we want to say about Captain America? So after this comes Thor, then Avengers. Then Almost Heroes. <laughs> and I Please. will say that we're going kind of back in our, you and me, you listening and me talking, our chronological timeline. We're going to do Iron Man next. Just the way the schedule's worked out, we're going to do Iron Man first. But that's okay. We did the one that's set earlier first. It's fine. Mm. And we'll do Iron Man next and other ones that we are going to do this month in case you want to prepare um, because it's the 10th anniversary of Avengers. After the first two phase one movies, we're going to do the first Avengers. Uh, then also this month, we're going to do Guardians of the Galaxy one because that Ooh. introduces some Infinity Stones, introduces space, which is important now. And then after that, we're going to follow it up with the first Doctor Strange movie because the second one's coming out. And if we see that in time or those of us on that episode that have, we can talk about that a little bit too. But we'll be, it'll be an episode just on the first one. I see. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not coming out until the end of May. So people will have time to watch it. before. Yeah, I, I got my months wrong. I was like, no, April's almost over. But like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's what's coming up for us in our Marvel Cinematic Universe Month. Ooh. Get excited. It's a Marvel. It's fun that we're starting <laughs> with marvelous. one that is pretty divisive, and hopefully hopefully people like Iron Man more. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see on the next episode. I do. Yeah. <laughs> Watching uh, Captain America back-to-back with Thor and Iron Man, Iron Man is clearly the best one. 
in my opinion. Of the yeah, of those three, of I, those three, I yeah. think that's correct. And we'll see. I haven't yeah. rewatched it yet, so I haven't seen it for a little bit now. But you know, I'd have a hard time ranking Thor versus Iron Man, the originals. Yeah, yeah. I the first Thor leaves a lot to be desired because they didn't let they didn't know Chris Hemsworth was funny yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, I mean, you're entitled to your opinion, but I just, that's, yeah, that's yeah, for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I just love the power of thunder. Cut. Thunder. <laughs> thunder. You can find us on Instagram at late to the movies underscore podcast. I said right that time. And that's two, the number not too spelled out. You can check out the Gmail account and send anything you want to Noah. Uh, late to the movies at gmail.com. I think that's the address. I could be wrong. Yeah, that's it. Good. And uh, besides that, you can go to the Tee Public, buy 50 to 60 T-shirts in honor of the 10th anniversary of Avengers. They don't say Avengers on them, but you'll know. <laughs> and aside from that, rate and review us, please. I hate saying that. It feels very corny, but apparently it works. Make I, sure to like and subscribe. <laughs> uh, it remains to be seen if anyone enjoys hearing that, but apparently it works. I don't know. Um, it'll be really sad if you don't. Mm. Now, now you feel guilty. You listen to all this free content. <laughs> that we put hours of work into, and you're not even going to give us five stars on Spotify or Apple Music slash Apple Podcast. <laughs> I don't have an iPhone, so I'm not sure which app you use. Make them an offer they can't refuse. <laughs> a lot of notifications. <laughs> anyway, um, anyone have a good like uh, post credit stinger? Happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day. <laughs> oh, wait, it's not going to be Earth Day. <laughs> so Avengers so, Assemble. Yes. Well, that's that's the postcard stinger for this one is a trailer for the Avengers movie. So, um, you know, we're putting together a team uh, <laughs> to record the podcast. The it's podcasters. the Late to the Movies project. <laughs> we need you. I'm wearing an eye like patch right now. I mean, rate and review. <laughs> I'm wearing an eye patch right now. That's how you know it's a reference. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Avengers Assemble. <laughs> okay. We did it. We did it. Can I move? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh.